is simple. Shipping, logistics, capacity, access. We are connecting America's heartland to the rest of the world. It's not just about shipping. It's a story about how we're constantly innovating, how we move our products around the world. Cleveland is a port city. We've always been a port city. This is Great Lakes Forward. Welcome to Great Lakes Forward Season 2, Episode 4. And I'm honored to have Financial Officer of the Port of Cleveland, Carl Nato, here joining us. And Carl will be discussing uh, one of the unique features of the Port of Cleveland, but also one of the unique features that we use within the economic development space here in Ohio. And that is our development finance arm here at the port. So, again, we're more than just maritime. Uh, We're also environment. We're also economic development. as sort of our key tenets of what we do here at the Port of Cleveland. So, again, I want to welcome Carl Naso. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, we've got a lot of things going on at the port on the economic development side. We have two main tools that we use. One is conduit financing, in which we're using the company's money to help them draw them in to the area to spur job creation. And then we have another tool. We have our own bond fund. We actually fund smaller deals for smaller companies. And it's all very exciting. Great, Carl. And so we're colleagues, so I know a little bit about your background, but you know, would you mind just sharing a little bit of how you got to this role and sort of what you do here at the Port of Cleveland? As the chief financial officer, I'm in charge of essentially all things financial. So I work with uh, our controller and our economic development team to make sure that, you know, we have financial reporting is crystal clear. And then the economic development team that I work with, we work on all of these financing deals. Uh, my background, I've been in the, I'm a CPA. I've been in the finance industry for over 35 years mostly on the manufacturing side with such great companies as Ogilvy Norton, Leaseway Transportation, Alcoa, Alaris, to name a few. And then about uh, three and a half years ago, I joined the port team. I like the diversity of the job because, as Jade mentioned, you know, we have the maritime side, we have the economic development side, we have the environmental side, and we've got a great small little team that gets a lot done, and it's just an exciting place to work. Great, Carl. Can you tell me a bit about the history of the ports? involvement in economic development? Back in the 50s, the state of Ohio, through the Ohio Revised Code, created the port economic side of the equation. And then our port was developed in 1968. And then in on the economic development side, we didn't do our first deal until 1993. And that was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Museum. Since then, we've done over 125 different deals and we've issued over $4 billion in bonds, which leverages into about $6 billion in construction costs. And we currently have an amazing pipeline of projects that will come to fruition in the near future. That's great. And just so folks understand, you know, the Port of Cleveland is one of the largest ports on the Great Lakes, 20,000 jobs, $3.5 billion annual economic activity. But we're the only local organization, local government agency, whose sole mission is to spur job creation, economic vitality. And so just for people who may be new to this development finance, this is just one of the key tools that we've used in the last 25 uh, years or so to really just push that economic development and job creation mission. With that, how does this make the Port of Cleveland different from other ports on the Great Lakes, Carl? We're the most active port on the economic development side in Ohio. And I base that on the number of deals we do and the dollars and bonds we've issued. Like I said, we've issued over $4 billion worth of bonds, and we've done over 125 
different deals. Another thing that separates us from many ports, we're one of only five ports in Ohio to have our own bond fund to finance projects. And we utilize that to support three to $10 million local projects that add jobs and tax revenue basis to Cuyahoga County. Last year, our bond fund rating was raised to A minus by the S&P last year, which means we can issue bonds at very favorable rates. Could you just explain how those deals are funded? So the vast majority of this, of the deals, are what we call conduit financing, in that it's the corporation that's doing the, the building, that it's their money. They're going to their banking sources, their, their cash bank uh, basis, or whatever they're going to use to finance this, and they just finance it through the port, and they get certain incentives to do so. But the money, the $4 billion, is corporate dollars. And we're just giving them an incentive to bring their corporations, in some cases their corporate headquarters, manufacturing facilities, into Cuyahoga County. So the county will then benefit from the tax basis, uh, from job creation, or in some cases just restoring uh, iconic buildings uh, in Cleveland or Cuyahoga County area. Great. I, I appreciate you sort of making that clear on, on how that gets done. I know it took me a while. You know, I've been to Port five years, but it took me most of that first year to really understand how that money flows and what our role is. And so. I appreciate that. So when we talk about ports uh, and their roles, talk about a little bit of Ohio, how we're one of five ports to even have a bond fund and to finance projects. How about in the rest of the country? Are you uh, familiar with how ports operate within development finance world throughout the U.S.? Ports in Ohio are unique from other states and that state of Ohio, I, I don't know that we're the only, but there's not many states that give their ports this economic development authority. It, it comes in Ohio Revised Code 4582, designates this Ohio port as an economic development entity and gives us some broad powers to enter into real estate and, and financing transactions in order to promote economic development. It gives us some, some really powerful tools to accomplish our mission. But I, I don't believe there are many ports across the country that have the same unique authorities. For folks in the Great Lakes and folks in Ohio that are listening to this, way we see it just at the port, this is a very unique tool in which we can help spur jobs throughout this region. This is a good tool. We're glad the state was sort of forward thinking and providing that, then just giving more options to bring in more jobs. Carl, when we talk about some of the projects that the port is currently financing, could you just give the listeners a little taste of what those projects are? and their size and scope? Certainly. Uh, we've got some really cool projects that are, are that in construction right now. First one is Sherwin-Williams Corporate Headquarters and R&D Center. And this project's gonna be constructed on two different sites. The headquarter project will consist of about a million square foot building that will serve as their new global headquarters. It's gonna be located downtown just west of Public Square. And then the second facility in that same deal is an R&D Center project. It'll consist of about almost 500,000 square feet of Research and Development Center. It's, it's going to be located off of I-77 at Miller Road in Brexville. Uh, the total combined investment of that project is about $680 million uh, for the two facilities. They'll have over 3,500 employees with room to accommodate additional growth. And for that deal, the portal issue revenue bonds in an amount of $50 million. Another one very cool project is the Baricelli Apartments. The project will consist of about 90,000 square foot market rate multifamily development. It'll be divided into about 44 units, It'll be about 5,000 square feet of tenant amenity space. Project will also have 80 parking spaces with 30 of them allocated to the Washington Place Bistro, which is adjacent to the project. 
It's located in Little Italy. It's project about $17 million in total construction, and the port issued $15 million uh, in revenue bonds for that project. The last one that I'll mention of, of many uh, is the Market Square Intro Project. This is a really cool project. It consists of a nine-story building directly across the street from the West Side Market, about 500,000 total square feet, including 300 residential apartments, 35,000 square feet of retail and event space, an acre of green space, two-story underground parking garage, which if you drive by now, you can see them digging. The project is right across the street from the West Side Market in the historic area commonly known as Ohio City. So those are three projects that are currently, uh, you can drive by and see them going up, see things going up. The Sherman Williams project, they haven't broken ground yet on, uh, but but uh, we're hoping and sometime in 21, we'll, we'll start seeing some progress on that. Sherman Williams project, again, another iconic Cleveland company known around the world. And so building new headquarters and, you know, changing the skyline perhaps here uh, in Northeast Ohio. And, and then also, you know, just to go back to the intro project, that's a pretty unique project with the mass timber element, am I all right? Oh yeah, it's very unique. At this point, it will be the tallest mass timber construction project in the United States. So that's uh, something to be proud of. There's some other big ones that are in the works. So I don't know how long we'll hold that record, but it's uh, for, for right now, when this is done, it'll be the largest. Um, it's a nine story building. Uh, like I said, 200, almost 300 apartments. Uh, retail space, event space, it's being, being built primarily with mass timbers. That's a type of pressed wood that's more climate friendly and uh, appealing to the eye than steel and concrete. The process emits about half of the carbon dioxide of other materials. The developer, Harbor Bay Real Estate, you know, it'll be the blueprint for others to follow. And the very, another really cool aspect of that is that the mass timbers are being shipped into Cleveland from Austria. Mm -hmm. Uh, and will come through the St. Louis Seaway, be offloaded at the Port of Cleveland by our uh, Cleveland Europe Express partner, Spleedoff. Coincidentally, the uh, first load came into the first load of timbers came into the port on November 5th. In total, we'll have over 200 bundles and 700 metric tons of uh, mass timbers. Yeah, and I, I I have seen it. It is it is extremely interesting project. We're down to port on Monday. As the timbers came in, that was the first shipment was unloaded, and we saw just some of the different parts of the building literally being unloaded off of the ship. And so uh, it's it's pretty cool to see. We we actually have it up on a lot of social media channels. If you want to follow at Port of Cleveland on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well, and please check that out for all those that are listening. Uh, we think it's a, a really good project, and uh, thanks for sort of explaining how we got there, Carl. So when I also think about, like, the average Clevelander, and the average person in Northeast Ohio, or the average person that's coming here throughout the Great Lakes, you know, what does the port investment in these projects mean for them? Why is development finance, you know, critical to this region and this part of the country? At its core, it means jobs and tax revenue for Cleveland and Cuyahoga County. You know, jobs for the residents of Cuyahoga County. When a corporate headquarters stays here or we could lure one in, that means jobs. And it means construction jobs as well. You know, in the process, we retained and attract some critical corporate headquarters, such as Eaton Corp, Avery Dennison, and American Greetings. We've also saved and restored some iconic buildings like the Cleveland Athletic Club and the lower level, the Terminal Tower, where they're putting in apartments. In addition, on the retail and entertainment side, get all these people downtown in apartments that got something to do. We've helped finance the, the Flax East retail establishments like Pinecrest and the shops at Parmatown. Really at its core for me, it's jobs. And that's 
comes back to our core mission of economic development and job creation. This is a tool that helps us do that. Great. Last question. I want to make sure folks know who may be listening to this, who may be interested in our development finance operations. How can the organizations reach out to the Port of Cleveland if they're interested in engaging in our development finance services? The best way to do it is go to our Port of Cleveland website, which is at portofcleveland.com. There's a tab at the top for uh, development finance and find my team's names and phone numbers and email addresses. Call or email us. You know, the Vellman finance team's core is Rhonda Beaver and Garth Woodson. They've got an incredible amount of experience, and, and we all love to just talk business. So if you're not sure, just give us a call. Send us an email. You can tell us in confidence about your project, and we can advise you how we can help. And, you know, we have many tools that we can help. We also work with a lot of the banks and developers, so we can point you in directions. You know, if it's a good fit, we set up following discussions at the port. You know, sometimes when you're working with, with different entities, you know, you don't want to delay your project, you want to get going. But at the port, we say we move at the speed of business because we can move faster than you can. We, we've done this, we know how it works, we can implement, we can get it to fruition quickly if it's the right fit. And, and like I said, just go to our website, call, call Rhonda, call Garth, call me, send us an email, and we'll just talk business. So I, you know, and, and we can quickly determine where and how we can help. Well, great, Carl, I appreciate your time. And, you know, given that aspect, because, again, development finance is one of the things that people may hear about, may see a sign, but may not understand exactly what that means. And so really appreciate you taking the time out to talk through this and to provide that perspective. Thank you. Thanks for uh, taking an interest in the finance development side. Thanks a lot. And, again, check us out for Episode 5, where we will be also discussing another aspect of what we're doing at the port, which is physical infrastructure and making sure that we're prepared for the cargoes of today and tomorrow. Until next time, I'm Jay Davis, and thank you for listening to Great Lakes Forward. The Port of Cleveland is one of the largest ports on the Great Lakes. Over 20,000 jobs and $3.5 billion in annual economic activity are tied to roughly 13 million tons of cargo that move through Cleveland Harbor each year. The Port of Cleveland is the only local government agency whose sole mission is to spur job creation and economic vitality in Cuyahoga County and Northeast Ohio. The Port is the economic engine for the community, a key to Northeast Ohio's global competitiveness, and a crucial partner in building Cuyahoga County's future. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at, at Port of Cleveland. And on LinkedIn, you can find us at our official name, which is the Cleveland Cuyahoga County Port Authority. Follow us there and also subscribe to this podcast. Technical support and audio production provided by Shark and Minnow. Great Lakes Forward is sponsored by Logistech, the terminal operator of the Port of Cleveland.